This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is still September the 17th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking, conviction, be a unique beast, fitting in is overrated, offended by selling. All right, we tried this show once, we tried it live, but it didn't work out live. It was, you were, this is supposed to be the Ask Me Anything show for Thursday, but hey, Ray is still in the freaking house. Raymond Wodarski of Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, he's from Baltimore, like guy, and he's got a unique beast kind of story uh, when it comes to Bitcoin. He's got a unique take on this, and we got to hear what he's uh, what he's talking about here. We got to get this information out there because he does have a perspective that no one else that I have not uh, I've not uh, heard or seen on Bitcoin. He uh, is is uh, is blind. And, but he is a Bitcoin holder. So he is going to help trigger uh, a revolution to get this, uh, get this uh, unique beast money a little bit easier in, in terms of usage uh, for, for the blind. So Ray, welcome to the show, my friend. Good to be here, Adam. Thanks. Time to take this off again. Hello, everybody. Hello, Bitcoin world. All right. So, uh, Tell us uh, how you got into Bitcoin and your, your frustrations uh, with Bitcoin. Okay, well, uh, start from the beginning. So uh, I wasn't always blind. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, I lost my sight in 2016 due to a fire accident. I also lost my legs. And uh, it was a whole mess. But um, my Bitcoin story starts in 2011. Uh, in the, I was an undergrad at Randolph-Macon down in Richmond, Virginia. And every semester, the computer science department would do a semester-long project, say, build a server, build a laptop, start a website, something like that. And in 2011, they were doing, they wanted to set up a Bitcoin mine. And I was not a computer science major, but I had some friends that were in it, and I would always stop in and see what they were working on, see the latest and greatest tech year. And I started reading up on the white paper and what a Bitcoin was. And really, like, that got me on a, uh, a good, about a decade worth of looking into what, exactly what is money and how the financials of the world actually operates. So Bitcoin almost got me into the financial world. Um, so moving on from there, fast forward to law school, I was taking uh, banking law in 2014. And that's when we were going over the Dodd-Frank Act and Fractional Reserve Banking. And needless to say, I got really nervous about how our financial system is set up. And uh, a lot of my friends were golden holders. They were, you know, still very skeptical about the U.S. dollar. And it took me a while to say, okay, I need to find something to jump to. And I'm not sure if gold's the right answer. So fast forward to that. I was in a summer program in Krakow, Poland, and that's where I met Mark Vanelli. Now, me and him hit it off, and he explained Bitcoin, and that's when I swallowed the hook, and I was convinced that Bitcoin was the new future of money. Yes, and uh, Mark Vanelli is famous, guys. Uh, Google him and pound that like button. Okay, so you got your Bitcoin then. Now, 
it's a bit frustrating to deal with it. Now, one thing yeah. I got to give you, I, I got to give you credit for, um, we've been talking since 2017. So this show is a long time in, in the making and I'm really happy uh, to, to get your story out there because we, it, uh, you know, in, in terms of what I've, I've, I've read stories about uh, making Bitcoin easier to use for people who can't see, but um, I have never, you know, heard anyone who actually can't see talk about their experiences. Oh. And so one thing that we've talked about is just the frustration of, of sending Bitcoin, not knowing yeah. if you're really sending it to the, the, the right address or not. Yes, very frustrating. And, and to make things even worse, when I, when I first lost my site, I was trying to purchase Bitcoin from Coinbase, like a lot of first timers would. And I could hit submit from using my screen reader. So people that might not know. So the blind interact primarily with what's called screen readers. So wherever you put your finger or your cursor, it would just read whatever that text is or numbers or icons back to you. So when I wanted to purchase Bitcoin with the screen reader on, and when I would hit buy, it, nothing would happen. So there was the, it, was, it was still filled with glitches back then. So, like, for example, that's why, unfortunately, I bought one Litecoin just to see if my Bitcoin account was set up right or my Coinbase account was set up right or if it was, you know, it, it's just all these, like, little false positives that occur with screen readers and with accessibility issues with Bitcoin that's very nerve-wracking. So, you know, a lot of the, the early days, I needed to have somebody with sight to make sure that we're using the right address, that we're entering the right amounts. So, if... I can work with anybody to make this easier for the blind community to get into Bitcoin. This is a great first step is to just make sure that there's no more false positives or even uh, false negatives. That'd be huge. And so all, all of us take it for granted. We, we see that, that long stream of numbers and letters and we can confirm that we're sending it to the right address on our, on our oh, Trezor. Yeah. And you can, I mean, you, you can have it. I mean, you, you could have it read out all the letters and numbers, but it's, that would be a freak show. I mean, you, you don't know. You can't memorize all those uh, numbers. And, no, absolutely. And, no, no. So absolutely. one of the things I, get, I give you credit for is that you uh, – well, I give anybody out there that's watching this. I mean, you, if, you're, if you've got listening comprehension, you listen to my shows, and you're like, uh, oh, that guest is a really good guy. I'd love to get in touch with him. Well, that's what you, you thought about as you were traveling down to Austin. You wanted to get in touch with Phil down there. Yeah. Shout out to Unchained Capital, Phil and Parker. And so I put you in touch with those dudes, and they were interested. Phil was interested in uh, in this type of thing, in, in uh, making Bitcoin easier uh, for the blind. But he saw that it's uh, it's pretty far behind right now. That, that, that. Yes, yeah, that, that's right. When uh, we did a uh, little meeting with the Unchained Capital team, and I brought the um, so the screen reading software is pretty much the the golden standard for what most blind people use to interact with their computers, and we tried to use some of the uh, Unchained software, and it was giving a problem. It would basically read the code instead of what the code represented, was a issue that not a lot of developers are aware of that even pops up. But like for example, instead of it reading back enter, it will read the ones and zeros of whatever that code is for the enter command. So that was a really disheartening thing because they were working on this project, which I hear is great, but for a blind person, it would just be a stream of ones and zeros. So, so this is the thing, you have experience with Bitcoin uh, and, and, and like, like no other, and, and I mean, you've, you've met people in the Bitcoin space. So 
right, you should be, your dream job is being a, a, a Bitcoin, a consultant for all of these uh, various companies that deal with Bitcoin storage, whether it be Trezor, whether it be Ledger. I mean, you could be the, the, consult, the consultant, uh, you know, to, to help them figure out how uh, they can make it easy for blind people. So you're in motion right now. If any of you dudes out there are paying attention, this is your dude right here in terms mm -hmm. of uh, opening up uh, Bitcoin to the uh, to the, the blind community now. Um, and again, you're totally in motion, which is awesome. I mean, I, that's why I got you on the show today because you've got this unique perspective and you, you want to, this is building. This is what I talk about. I mean, um, getting more people into this space. Now you've tried to get other blind people into this space and they are interested in being golden holders, as you said, yeah. but they're, they, they're not interested in Bitcoin. Though. Yep. That in stocks, because a lot of the, you know, the big banks all have to be ADA compliant naturally. So they spend big money to make sure that they're all their websites and their apps are exact are screen reader friendly, either through Apple or Mac. Now that that's great for that. And then also with gold, they, they tend to be a lot of golden holders too, but we need to find out how to make that for Bitcoin because when I bring that up to people in the blind community, like they're very not skeptical of what Bitcoin is, but how to get it safely and how to stir it safely. That's one of their biggest fears because if they don't have somebody that they can trust right now to read back their bank account information, to read back the credit card, to read back the address or however method they want to do this. I mean, they could easily lose their Bitcoin or their money or whatever. So it's, 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 a lack of you know independency in the big in the blind community and most of us want to be self-sufficient and independent but in the bitcoin space it's just not possible at this so point. yeah i mean the the ultimate is be your own bank in bitcoin i mean that's the ultimate yeah. holder but what do, what do you think about um one day i mean already kraken just announced that they're becoming a bitcoin bank okay now i don't know if they're going to have to be ada compliant or would i i don't know the, the whole wyoming ada compliance but let's say I, and this is not, this is just not make-believe. One day, Bank of America, you'll be able to store your Bitcoin there. So they will be ADA uh, compliant. And they are a multi-billion dollar uh, uh, organization. And they'll, they'll figure this out. So, so what is it? Are, are, you, are you willing to compromise? Not for yourself, but to tell for others. Like, if a Bank of America comes up with a, a, a product where they're storing the Bitcoin for the person, but it's very easy uh, for the blind to access. Would you be down with that? I think I'd be cool with it. Um, and I don't want to touch on a sore subject, but this is, I know you're going to, this is going to drive me nuts, but the one, the ones in the blind community that we're able to convince to jump into the Bitcoin space went to GBTC. They, <laughs> of course, they can, of course. Well, because they're used, they can still trade, like, you know, it's a their stock. Trade. It's a stock. Yeah. But that's, you know what? I'm not complaining. Okay. That's fine. No. GBTC, that's a, that's a competitive edge right there. They've got a competitive edge in the blind market. Look, and right the way there. they thought is like, well, all the, all the um, holes in the, in the cheese, as you will, like that we just mentioned, all the little pitfalls, the way they see it is like, well, if I buy GBDC, all that's already taken care of for me. So I can at least get exposure to the asset without having to deal with all those pitfalls. Yeah. Hey, dudes that are that are watching this, uh, I want to point out that this is a new shirt here. It's a uh, stack, sats, and hodl, it says. Uh, I, it is linked. By the way, if you want this exact shirt, this dude, I, I, again, I, I just received the shirt. 
Uh, it's linked to below. And uh, wait, let me see, what's it? Satoshi Corner, dude, satoshicorner.com. You get shirts there and I'm wearing it. Uh, people, when we try to do this show the first time, someone even commented on the shirt right away because everybody, everybody loves his fancy sets and graphics. So come on, dude. It's kind. By the way, so Ray, you 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 listen to and uh, a lot of uh, YouTube. I mean, you you Bitcoin YouTubers, Bitcoin podcasters. Do you yeah. notice a difference between the dudes that are only audio only and video? Is there? But my theory is that the dudes that are that are audio only that the, the content is better and that, uh, the, the, absolutely. the dude, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Cause it doesn't, it, do, it, it doesn't do the blind any favors or audio listeners, any favorites. If you're just, uh, comparing charts and just saying, see here, it's there. And then it went dropped down to here and then it went up to there. It doesn't do anything for the uh, blind community or just audio listeners. Did but you, that's, that's one of the attractions to the show. No fancy sets or graphic. I was like, great. He's relying on content. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you. Um, you've got a very unique perspective on this to, to judge uh, the the quality of a show because you're not gonna. There's uh, the there's a lot of people that throw out there those fancies and people just fall for. Oh, look at the chart or look at the bikini girl. Look at that. And that's what I'm telling. I mean, you're just you listen to what is good. That that's all. You know, that, that is that distraction. Dude, you should be the. Uh, the podcaster uh, critique. There, there's a there's a bit you could be Siskel and Ebert of uh, podcasting. That would be good. Uh, just just say saying what's good, what you recommend, dude. I'm coming up with all sorts of ideas today. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let, let, let's talk about another idea, another good idea that you had that involves um, Bitcoin here, and you can show. And I may on the original show. I don't know if I'm going to do this for this this show. Um, I, I made the uh, the thumbnail your uh, your leg, which is. <laughs> Uh, it, which is yeah, a Metallica leg. He's, you can get, it, it, if you're missing a leg, you can get a, a leg designed for you. And his says Metallica on it and justice for all. And is that a reference? All, I mean, I know it's their song, but is it a reference to your law background also? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay, I grew okay. up a huge Metallica nut and uh, with the law field, with the law degree, with the law licensed Texas attorney, it just, yeah, okay. it was beautiful. Oh, right, yeah, put it in the center a little bit more. You were good there. Sure, sure, you got it. Speaking of uh, fancy sets or graphics, but uh, yeah, for those that can see this podcast. Uh, yeah, it's it's a just, it's a woman, it's holding the uh, scales of justice, and it says justice for all, and then Metallica at the top, people. Meta yeah, the Justice for All album cover is wrapped around. We're, um, for those that are used to seeing, you know, prosthetic legs with the poles, they make uh, cap covers, and that's that's what I opted for. And you got New Balance shoes on it. Very, very good shoe. Now, um, I, I want to. So, why, why we're showing this? You want a Bitcoin leg? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, calling out to all you Bitcoin artists out there, if you guys could send a print or something or a digital file to Adam so that he could scan it and send it to me, because uh, let me see if I needed the. I lost both my legs in the fire. So my right leg's still bare. So I would love to get a cast cast cover of uh, anything Bitcoin. I mean, I mean, this could Bitcoin. be a big this could be a big business because a lot of people they, they, to, in this day and age apparently I'm learning from you uh, they like designs on their legs. They like yeah. designs. Oh, yeah. And, and Indeed, there's this uh, one one of the uh, guys in the uh, I guess you could call it the support group I'm in for uh, amputees. He lost it above his knee. So he got the Iron Man cover. So his whole leg looked like it's like turning into the Iron Man leg. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it, 
people get really out there with this stuff. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people aren't used to this at all. They think of a, a, prosth a prosthetic leg. They think of the pole. They think of they think of a lot, a lot of different things, man. You can go a lot of di different directions with like this. And I, I've seen a lot of Bitcoin merchandise out there. I've seen Bitcoin on a lot of th things. I've seen a bunch of Bitcoin and altcoin tattoos on Ken Bozak's freaking body, but I've never seen a Bitcoin prosthetic leg before. So yeah, so, <laughs> so somebody can get us. Somebody can get us the art. I got the guy that can turn can manifest that into a lay cover so this could be, this be could sweet be. yeah definitely the bitcoin b no fancy sets or graphics strong hand now uh so uh are, are you are you going to become permanent in austin i mean do you like that uh, that that tech uh the tech atmosphere there do you think that yeah that's... i love it it's it's it seems like a cutting edge of technology and it's very cool it's like this libertarian cowboy tech mecca at least the scenes that I've been at in Austin. So really. And, and again, people, he's from Baltimore, just like I am. Mm -hmm. He's, he's yep. from, well, a different part of Baltimore, but we won't get into all the different specific people from Baltimore know the difference from the east side, the west side, this, that, and that. There's oh, no that's a whole new podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. onto itself, my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, the, the people in England are like, oh, we don't need to hear about the east side of Baltimore. Yeah, the okay, watch, so we, we watch won't hear. Watch the wire. Watch the wire. There you go. <laughs> Pal man, like button for Ray. Yeah, okay, now. No, no, no wire uh, for us. And so you and you are a Metallica fan also. Big time, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And uh, any uh, any comments on the uh, the state of rock music today, or uh, has it deteriorated? Terrible. Okay. Absolutely terrible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, I, I'm asking the uh, ask me anything questions of you right yeah. now. But uh, what's your take on a uh, classic rock? By the way? Oh, I like classic rock. Okay. Yeah, rock. I think there's a time and place for everything. I think the more they listen to you, the better. But everybody finds their own niche that gets on repeat on their, uh, you know, on their music on their playlist anyway. So now you, you now you are a lawyer. This yes. is uh, important to remind everyone. This was yes, referred yeah. to. I think we referred to it in this show, not the the first show. Yeah, just but, to clarify that. Yes, I did graduate from law school and I passed the Texas yes, bar. Yes. Yeah, so you've got the you've got the lawyerly brain up there. So I mean, you could do. Yeah. Uh, you you haven't really gotten into Bitcoin and le the legal side of Bitcoin though at all. That that you have not. Uh, that no, has because a lot of it has been a weird. Uh, that's almost like the Wild West of the law, which is very fascinating. Because my concentration in law school was more business law and securities, and international transactions. So a lot of that was more based on, you know, what to do and what not to do with the SEC, with uh, insider trading how to start a business, business to business disputes, that kind of area. But now with this new asset class, you know, it's like, are we going to adapt old laws to this? Uh, it's it's going to be very interesting going forward, especially with smart contracts and how the courts are going to, you know, view those. It's, I think it's going to be a very interesting area of the law that I'm, you know, very, you know, looking forward to reading more about. Yeah, I hope you, uh, you you can you can comment on it from your uh, lawyerly perspective. That's uh, there's something for there's something in Bitcoin for everyone. The law, the prosthetic legs for the blind, anything you know, it, in motion, dude. Pound that like button now. On a, on a Beyond Bitcoin show, I spoke about uh, Elon Musk. So we're gonna go Beyond Bitcoin right now. I'll talk about Elon Musk real quick. And uh, he he's developing this Neuralink uh, thing. Yeah. And there are all these people that say, oh, he's, he's trying to control people's brains. He's going to put a chip in people's brains, know exactly what they're doing. 
And I said, dude, let this guy experiment. This would be so awesome. He could, he could, uh, who knows what that, uh, he could give people back their sight, et cetera, et cetera. So you have a take on, uh, what, on what he's doing. And, uh, if, if he were to develop, uh, in say, okay, I've tested it out here on animals. And, uh, if we do X, Y, and Z and cut a little hole in your head, um, you can get your sight back. What's your take on that? Well, I, I find it fascinating. Um, so a little more background in my area. So I was at Hopkins for a year for my burn injury and my mom was also a nurse there. So I'm very, you know, shout out to Hopkins and the Hopkins burn unit. But I also have a family member who worked in neurosurgery at Hopkins and they've been working on this for quite a while now. So when Elon Musk came out about it, it's, I think it's great because not only a research labs have already been working here, but to get this in the commercial sense, I think would be fantastic because it seems that once the commercial side comes to certain medical research, it seems to evolve a lot quicker. Now in the baseline technology, they've been able to get certain animals to see images um, through electronic implants. So this would be almost akin to setting up HD cameras for your glasses and right into your visual cortex. So I'm all for that. I'm great. I'd be third in line, let's say, so make sure they can work out the kinks and then I would be right in line for it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's also a company in California called Second Sight that is working on the same, the same, it has the same goal in mind, doing a uh, implantable prosthetic eye, basically. Well, and this is, the, this is the perspective I want to present here. You said, and I, I referred to you in a Beyond Bitcoin show. I said, I have a friend who can't see, and uh, he said he'd be third in line. So you just said exactly what, oh, okay, I, great, yeah. what, what I quoted you as saying, which is great. But my, my point was that, you know, a lot of people try to make it all to be conspiratorial. Oh, they're going to track you and stuff. But you wouldn't, you would be like, you would uh, worry about to, that later, right? Yeah, yeah, if I had to trade that for sight, I, I, I wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> yeah, I come on. Yeah, see again. Yeah. Now, now for, the, for the healthy human being, then what do they have to worry about? It's not, you know, I, I really don't, I think that's a little overblown, this whole um, idea of uh, what merging man and machine. And I mean, we've been doing that with pacemakers too. So I think the concerns are a little overblown. But yeah. that's just, that's just me. Yeah, no, no, but no, your, your perspective is much appreciated here. I, I got to tell you, because this is, this is who it would help. I mean, and he'd be, he'd be third in a freaking line. So uh, uh, that, that's, so I love what, uh, I, I, I love what Elon Musk is doing. And it's just, it just shows what a technological age that we're, uh, we're living in. So may, may it be sped up soon. And I, I, I I've got, uh, I'm looking, you're looking forward to this golden age too. No doubt Absolutely. about it, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. This is one of the best times to be alive, no matter what anybody says. This, yeah, yeah. This is just an incredible a positive time to be alive. And, and you, you make the reference to your uh, experience with Johns Hopkins and your uh, mother's experience with uh, Johns Hopkins. And I want to thank you publicly because uh, with my current situation, with my grandmother, you've tried to uh, help out uh, th that way uh, through Hopkins. Because, you know, everybody, um, if you want the best medical care and you know someone Hopkins, it, you know, it would be good. So I, I, I do want to thank you guys uh, uh, publicly. And uh, uh, you guys uh, were great talking to you the other night. It's, it's uh, you know, there's, there's a, a lot going on in my life, but uh, you, you've got a positive take on it. And I, I do appreciate uh, the, the help of Ray. So, and, and, and by the way, guys, you, you gotta, you gotta love 
raise take to your own life because we got so many people out there complaining okay about oh life is hard and it's just we got we got a lot of uh i'm i don't the world has been feminized in a way nothing wrong with being a lady or nothing wrong with being a lady but some guys are just uh complain complain and hypochondriacs and stuff like that this dude right here this is this dude's the man okay you are the man you just keep on you keep going and going now i, I want to say um with with the you know you've had some uh, operations uh, has this uh, virus, we're going to call it the virus, um, has this delayed uh, some, some of the progress that you've wanted to make? Uh, me, the only thing it's delayed is my uh, setting up shop in Austin. Uh, you know, what I've found is my most active, optimistic friends, they saw this virus as an opportunity to do something new or to figure something out. Um, one, one of my close friends, he figured out how to build a deck so he put a deck onto his house another friend of mine just kind of like you said you know what i'm gonna travel like crazy if i've got to work from home i can work from anywhere and for me it was well if i'm gonna be home listening to podcasts and audiobooks let's get as many surgeries done as we can so i just got my neck released and my hands released and Something your viewers might not know. When you get burned, you get really thick burn scars when you survive. So you could either get keloid like um, Edward Norton's fist in Fight Club. It kind of gets like cauliflowered, like bubbly. Or you can get what I get, which are these like really thick scar bands. So that's what my genes get. So once you're through the recovery stage, you start to release these bands so you get mobility of your neck back. And um, this whole corona stuff, since... You know, I think this is the safest time to go to a hospital because they're cleaning it like 24-7. <laughs> so, you know, I talked to her with my surgeons. Again, shout out to Hopkins Brain Unit, um, Dr. Caffrey. And she said, come on in and let's get this stuff that you've been thinking about doing. Let's get it all done during this corona shit. So that way, when we open back up, you're ready to go. So And so they didn't delay anything. I mean, I thought no, they have stricter rules or uh, or we're not doing as many surgeries now or something like that. But you, Well, there are stricter rules, but that's more in the, you know, just the, you have to get COVID swap before you go in. You know, it's more the um, logistical stuff is a little more strict, but it, you can still get done what you need to get done. No problem. And, to, and, and for the one or two people that are listening to this right now, if you're putting off a medical thing because of Corona thing, do not, do not, because it's just going to get worse. And right now is one of the safest times to go to the hospital. They are, they are on high alert for, you know, sanity. You're not worried. You're not worried at all about this stuff. No, not at all. <laughs> Pound that like button right there. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's mm -hmm. see. Uh, what else we're going to talk about here? We talked about the law and uh, with the audio po podcast and uh, oh man, what is and and the, the and I, I do want to point out you, you again you were you got into Bitcoin in in 2011 you, you knew people who were mining it back then but uh, so but but no regrets who the heck yeah would that, that's the interesting thing like uh like I said that's that's when. I started reading about Bitcoin. I'm like, there are tons of really interesting YouTube videos. Like, they're pretty primitive about what this new asset class was going to be. But the, the the trouble, even with Site, was actually getting your own Bitcoin and holding it for yourself. Like, that was still a bit of a mystery. 
because uh, it was back in the Mount Docs days, I believe, because I also had a few friends that were in the magic that said, yeah, we don't really know about it. We don't trust it. Some people did. You had to send money to an address and wait a week or something. And it was just, you know, when I was on the sideline watching that, I was like, let, let smarter people than I figure this out technically before I start really buying in. Exactly. And then, okay, whatever. You didn't get it then. And uh, I, like I, do I, wonder... said, I, I could have easily, that could have easily been on my computer like a got like destroyed while I was in Poland. So in, in a sense, it's a blessing in disguise. And, and the other thing is uh, those dudes that you knew that were mining, what, what happened to their Bitcoin? Do you even know? Yeah, that's the funniest thing. We think they all, one of them, I think worked, ended up working for Dell. And I don't know what happened to the coins. We've been uh, kind of wondering if, that's what paid for Randolph Macon's new stadium. But yeah, <laughs> what happened to the points? Oh man, I got I got you a, a question. Uh, have because of this virus, have you had to use Zoom more? And how's that transition been? Uh, not exactly. I've used more Skype, and then Hopkins used a. Um, they have their own like Hopkins Connect. So it hasn't really been too much of a problem. And then, um, again, with some of the law and legal stuff, it's all been mostly iPhone. So with, um, what is it, the uh, FaceTime and stuff like that. So it hasn't really been an issue. But Zoom's been, just because it's just new to me and, you know, getting the, you know, download and all that stuff set up. Now, uh... Uh, so I was going to ask about, uh, well, first, I, there, there's no one asks questions here. So dudes, if you want a rate of return to the show, you tell me so you can, so we can have a, a, a Q and a with him in the future. Uh, hopefully, uh, that, that can be uh, sooner than later. And, uh, we'll, we'll get the technical, uh, issues, uh, fixed next time. So people can, so now they know about you. And, um, I mean, this is, I, I haven't, you know, we, I try to bring you the I bring you the best freaking guest in the space. You haven't heard a blind dude talk about Bitcoin. I, I don't think. Have you, Ray? Has there been any show not that I know. Of. Like yeah, I said, not in the uh, space. The only thing I've heard of loosely through Mark Finelli sent a link that they were working on a AudioSys uh, Bitcoin storage device. But I, I don't know if that's dead in the water or not. I mean, that was about oh, yeah. 2000, I think. A team I, I, remember, I remember reading something about it, but I just never... Yeah, had it, never heard a blind guy actually talk about it before. So yeah, and that's what I was waiting for to make sure that it was legit and that it worked properly. The, the, the terror of sending a Bitcoin when you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a hard stop. Right so there. so yeah, and guys, I, I, again, I I totally understand it. Uh, if you know, if you buy it for, if you keep it at Coinbase and you can't see it, okay, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to have a heart attack like trying to send it somewhere and then and then mm -hmm. messing up and like be, and that that would be uh that'd be very bad. All right, let me just uh, see if there are any other uh, questions I have here. Uh, I asked you about the audio, yeah, audio, and uh, all right, good. Good. Is there any uh, closing thoughts you have? Anything you want to want to share with uh, anybody? I, I mean, I can link to your uh, Twitter below. Oh yeah, a a on on your Twitter below, you have uh, good pictures of of a Metallica leg there. If people want to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just I, I'm just excited about the space. I, I, so far, my interactions with the Bitcoin community have been awesome. They're all like-minded people, and this has just been a great, great experience. Awesome, awesome. Well, keep on. Uh, 
keep them being in motion there and uh, on, on, on the cu cutting edge of, of Bitcoin. And you, I mean, you're, you're a fan of a technology too, of, of Elon Musk. So let's uh, keep on innovating people, keep on producing some, pr produce, a, a, I mean, th this is what I like. You're, you're not part of the Bitcoin inquisition that want to destroy different things. Well, I should ask you about altcoins real quick. Uh, so yeah, you, you did buy a lot like that, you're buying of a Litecoin that time, that was acceptable because you just wanted to make sure yeah. Is this is this working? Is this like Coinbase thing even working? Um, do you still have that Litecoin? No, I transferred that uh, once. Once um, Coinbase, I, I, they did like an upgrade and they fixed the bug. I changed it over to Bitcoin. All right, all right. Yeah. Now, now with altcoins, I think they're yeah, like I'm kind of your same mentality. I think it's great experiment, see what can come out of it. But for most people, I think it's why why gamble? Like, go with the the tried and true bitcoin yeah exactly you can't you can't beat the real thing but hey if people want to experiment with other stuff let them do it compete don't complain mm -hmm. buying over crying etc etc all right mm -hmm. there uh ray well well thank thanks for being on the show today and giving us this unique perspective on on, on bitcoin and life so uh everybody pound that like button uh remember you get uh, this week in Bitcoin coming up soon. Who who knows when this? If you're listening to this audio, um, the, the audio version of this is definitely going to come out uh, on today on Thursday. So this week in Bitcoin is tomorrow at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, and we've got new guests on. It's going to be great. And hopefully soon we can get Ray back on the show. And all the people who love to do the super chat, you can ask him a question. So Ray, thank you so much uh, for being on the show today. Pound that like button, everybody. See ya. <laughs>